Okay, welcome back to GA Fan TV. My name is Aaron. I'm delighted to be joined here today by Dara O'Connor from the Sideline View. Uh, here to preview uh, the Roscommon footballers ahead of the upcoming uh, 2021 National Football League. Um, I suppose first of all, Dara, how's things for yourself? I suppose we're we're not too long away from a, a GA return now. Yeah, it seems like an age ago that the championships were in November and December, and for a lot of happiness and stuff um, from eight nine weeks, you had something to watch on on the Sunday, and it was a really enjoyable championship. I know from Roscommon point of view, it was pretty poor and tame way we went out but seeing the likes of Tipperary and Cavan win them championships really even people from not, not from them counties have brought a smile to their face so uh, yeah looking forward to the action returning hopefully it'll go all smoothly and um, yeah hopefully a good year ahead and I suppose ultimately like how would you reflect I suppose on the you know the 2020 league and championship for Roscommon last year like obviously got promoted back to division one again and um, beaten in that game of course by Mayo um, and obviously if they had been qualifiers who knows where you would have went who knows what would have happened but how would you look back on it yourself uh, kind of mixed I mean you, you do forget about the league because the way we went out against Mayo it was so poor that day I mean I was talking to Enda Smith on my, my podcast and he said it was a six point hammering and he was completely right we could have lost by 15-20 points that day you know six points probably was very kind to us uh, when you look back at the league, it's um, yeah, we got the job done, uh, won the league, um, which was probably a big target. Uh, so it's great to be back in, in, in Division One. Uh, but you, do, you kind of always remember, same every year, you always remember how you exit the championship. And you nearly know, you forget about the league, you know, even 2016, the year was coming where Division One with Verkla Donald and Kevin next day, we got to the semi finals that year. but no one really remembers it because we lost to Clare and we got hammered in a kind of final against Galway. So it's always nearly you remember how you finish rather than how you start. Um, the fact you're in Division 1 again this year, you'd, you'd hope that hopefully we could stay up. I know the, the way the groups are done this year, it's, it's slightly different, but we still should have a chance with playoff when playoffs come into consideration. And um, yeah, it'll be a big target to finally stay up because you don't want to be that team that's known as the OEO. It was us and Cavan, and Cavan have actually gone down to Division 3, but if we could manage to maintain Division 1 status, uh, it will definitely push us on. And again, hopefully we can compete that bit better when it comes to the likes of Super 8 or quarterfinals. We won't be winning any All-Irelands, but you want to nearly make that next step to maybe a semi-final one year like Monaghan did I always nearly go back to Monaghan you know they've been there five six years consistently enough for the last day and they got a semi-final so I think that's probably the next step if you like for this team absolutely yeah like and I suppose looking at the the group that you're in like you just mentioned it there Dublin Kerry Galway I suppose you probably could have been paired like that's probably as tough as it gets really Um, I mean it's it's going to be very tough to see how Roscommon I suppose get in the top two and I suppose, I think for most people, they probably have Roscommon finishing bottom, which feels quite harsh because I think they have a great team. But looking at that group, it's going to be very hard to see how they don't. Well, that's exactly it. You, you, you might hope we we've, obviously we have Dublin in the first game, I think. So you hope maybe the Dubs, usually in the league, they might start that bit slow, slower, maybe test out a few new players. And look, they're still Dublin, you know, we've, there's probably so many players we've never even heard of. Well, I'm pretty sure you have, but that are playing the club scene that could easily get on any county team in the country. So that's what Dublin usually do. So you hope maybe you could catch them cold on the first game. We might just be that tad bit ahead of them. Uh, Galway, are, I mean, we're, we're used to them. We have a decent record against Galway as well. 
So, but Galway, I'm sure we'll have a point to prove this year, you know, especially yeah, the great pre-lockdown and then after it was really disappointing, you know, losing to Mayo twice and and, and Dublin. So they'll be really looking forward to the, the year. And obviously Kerry, Kerry are coming off that core class. So they want to take the ground running, you know, a lot of criticism came their way and probably rightly so, but they'll have another point to prove. So yeah, in terms of groups, yeah, really apart from maybe Donegal, uh, go away, sort of them into our own, but it's just there's no easy game in Division One, but we probably do have as tough as it gets now. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's definitely going to be a tough one, all right. Like I reckon it will be kind of close enough, and I suppose at least the good side from from your point of view is you you have those tough games, obviously against Kerry, Dublin, Galway. But I suppose it could be an Armagh, Monaghan, maybe a Donegal, Tyrone. I mean, it depends what the situation in the other group pans out. But how do you kind of reckon that will go, and how do you reckon these will get on against maybe an Armagh or a Monaghan if it is them in the in the bottom two? Yeah, I mean, I definitely fancy our chances against Armagh or Monaghan and they say the same about facing Roscommon, I'm pretty sure. You know, if it came down to playoffs to stay up, they'll definitely fancy it. Um, you probably imagine Donegal and Tyrone, will, especially Tyrone again with new management, they'll try and hit the ground running a bit like maybe Port Joyce did last year with Galway, try and get a lot of new players in. Um, so yeah, if it came down to that, I'm sure the team even would be confident. Um, and it's kind of just, can you just stay up that one year and then hopefully maybe you could stay three or four years. Um, yeah, I, I, it's hard to see Roscommon finishing in a in a top two in, in the group they're in. So, but if they can put good performances in, build a tiny bit of momentum, um, if that means losing to Kerry by three or four points and, and then putting a good performance against Open, at least you're building momentum. Hopefully, players get into form and you prepare yourself for that that one big match or two against maybe. It probably will be Monaghan or Armagh, you'd have to think. Um, Monaghan, obviously, with the COVID thing, Banty's banned now as well. Armagh would probably look to start strong. So I say Monaghan would probably finish bottom of that group, I think. But then again, I write Monaghan off every year and they always prove that you're wrong. So it's hard to know. The league's a bit unpredictable at the start of the year. You don't know where teams are at. Some teams are further ahead. And um, yeah, but hopefully it'll be enjoyable. It should be a good standard of games. And um, yeah, fingers crossed we can just manage to stay up this year. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose with the league, it's always, it's, it's never really an accurate assumption, I suppose, of how, of where teams are at. Like you've seen last year, Kerry won the league and, went out you know and didn't even make a provincial final Mayo on the other hand got relegated and made an All-Ireland final Cavan and Tip won their provincial titles and they're in Division 3 so it's the league isn't always like an accurate assumption and Monaghan are one of them teams that could easily probably beat a Tyrone or a Donegal and then lose to an Armagh that's kind of how they've been the past couple of years um, but I'd imagine anyway for yourselves like the main aim for Roscommon is just to I suppose build a bit of stability in Division 1 stay there for maybe one or two years and I suppose like if it was an A-team tournament, I reckon you'd probably stay up. I think you'd get enough points. You'd probably be able to grind out a win against a Galway or one of them teams. But I suppose in this group, in that kind of group of four, it's just, it looks very tough indeed, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, because I go back to even two years ago, we were unlucky to go down. I think we, we bet Monaghan. We lost to Mayo by a point. We lost to Dublin by a few. We drew with Tyrone. Uh, so there was positive performances in that and we won the kind of title that year so although we went down I look back on that league as a good league because you could have easily stayed up and you were playing them championship standard games that we could go to Mayo away then 
not having played again Division Two is not a bad league, but you're it is a big step down the teams. You know, there's, there's the couple towards the top. Maybe you'll have Mayo and maybe Kildare and a few, but the ones down the lower end that are nowhere near the level of Division One. And if you can get them experienced games, big and they're big games, Division One. I know there'll be no crowds in, but um for the league, more I presume, anyways. Um so you're getting them big games into the legs. Um and and yeah, hopefully the bounce of the ball. I look back on that Tyrone game, and I think we we had a free in, and of course the bloody shamatel, if you like, broke out. Tyrone do what Tyrone do, that bit of experience, and, and they get the hot ball, and we go down, and that's why Tyrone know how to to win these games, stay in Division One the whole time. Uh, so it's even just that bit of experience, and they have experience in Division One. All these players have played Division One, so at least we're not going in cold. Maybe like our man. For instance, haven't played none of the Marmara players have played Division One. I'd, I'd imagine, uh, so we do have experience. A lot of them have played two or three years and kind of kind of finals, super eight levels. So you know they should be well equipped to compete. Anyways, whether we get can stay up is another thing. But I, I give us a I give us a fair chance if it came down against Monaghan or Mad to to stay up. I would give us a fair chance. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose. And, and obviously, if Stephen Poacher, who came in there, is, I think he's going to be assistant coach to, to Anthony Cunningham. I suppose he's he's probably more known as more of a defensive coach from some of the work he done with Carlo and Down. But I've listened to him on a few podcasts before, like, and he seems very, very intelligent, seems to know the game really well. So I suppose, is that kind of how you're, you're seeing it? Like, Roscommon are probably going to be a bit more... I mean, they've kind of been going along that defensive route anyway, but I feel like in 2021 in particular, it could be more of a defensive system, which could probably work for you as well, because we've seen Kerry, I think, I don't know what way Kerry are going to play this year, but I feel like if they play defensive again, you never know, you could cause a a shock there. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how they do sell. I mean, see Stephen Porsche, there's no disrespect to Carlo, you probably just have to be that, if you're coming up against better teams, Carlo can't compete against, and then you've seen the bit that Kildare in the Leinster Championship and, you know, got a few wins in the qualifiers, like they can't compete against the better team. So I can understand it from that point of view. Whether an ultra ultra defensive system, yeah, you have to win basically. If you if you win, if you don't win playing that style of football, it's not going to go down well at all. Um, you know, it's it's boring to watch. So kind of when Stephen Porch came in, I I agree, he's good to listen to, and I have listened to him in a few other podcasts. It was it was kind of a bit mixed. He he is a name that everyone needs knows you know not many coaches are like are like that yeah. that aren't managers uh so it kind of was a bit mixed and it will be interesting to see you know that first game against dublin can we see the stamp is it more defensive what's he what's the change because you'd imagine he's been brought in to change tweak something very least so look you want you want to be competitive but as i said if you're going to lose games at least go out Fighting, I even in the Mayo game last year in the championship, we didn't go out fighting at all. It was tame performance. I've I've watched under an anti Cunningham team, anyways. It was really, really poor. Um, so it'll be interesting what what he brings. Obviously, he has that defensive sort of structure tag to him. So yeah, let's uh, see what he brings to the table. Hmm. And obviously, like you were saying there, that game against Mayo kind of fizzled out and I suppose it wasn't a performance that we really would expect to see with Roscommon. Normally, he's kind of go down fighting, especially in the past couple of years. Like, Would you expect to maybe see some changes within that panel? Maybe some players coming up from under-20s or some kind of fresh faces maybe coming in from... Uh, obviously, there's been no club games or anything like that, so it's probably there's probably not going to be too many changes, but how do you see yourself? Uh, I'm pretty sure the panel will be 
the same as it was last year. I know they brought a few young lads in to the panel, but I don't think they'll be close to, to actually breaking into, into the, the, you know, even coming off the bench or starting. So it'll be pretty much the same. Uh, it's not an aging team. I think if you probably look at it, it's probably Cahill Craig and Connor Devaney are the only two over the 30-ish age. Um, so most of them are still 27, 28, so that, you know, there's still a lot, lot of time left. Um, and there is still more improvement in them. There's, there's no doubt about that. Um, so it'll probably, it'll probably be similar. I mean, with the Mercers, uh, obviously, Kieran missed the, the Mayo game, I think, could be due to just some issue. And then Chairman only came on with 10 minutes to go, which was a bit strange at the time. And he kicked three points straight away. So if you can get them started off with the, the panel at the start of the year, hopefully get, you know, in integrate them back fully into the group it was kind of nearly a rush job at the end you nearly had to stick with what you had from the start of the year they came back obviously just when it restarted there in october november um and obviously you have your connor cox's the end of donny smith's um Kimi jones as well for his first year he's like 21 um midfield's probably the, the one area that we're still crying out for that that one midfielder. Uh and the Smith has tried, he's nearly been thrown everywhere, full forward, half forward mid- midfield. Um so Cottle Compton came back there last year and didn't do too bad. So if we can start winning ball midfield, that'd be something because it has been our Achilles heel. But I can't see two major cha- major, major changes. I think the panel will be similar enough and um, it'll be just interesting how he fits them in because up forwards anyways we do have a lot of options there so it will be interesting to see how we do you want to play that defensive structure you probably can't play two Mercers two Smiths Cox you know you, you have to get that balance um, so yeah it'll be interesting to see but I can't see many changes hmm. and ultimately then like in the, the league itself like who do you reckon is kind of like the favourite or who would you kind of have down as maybe the team to to go on and win it and then I suppose on the flip side of that do you think he's will then avoid the relegation or do you think he's will will go down uh, I probably go with Kerry or Tyrone I think I think they're two teams with a lot to prove um, maybe Tyrone I might just go with them I think I think they will finish in the top two in, in, in that group anyways um, obviously for all Ireland late in the year I'd be back in Dublin um, like it, like I said last year um, I was kind of surprised last year that everyone was nearly tipping Kerry and people I don't know whether it was Desi Farrell coming in or something but it just Dublin or Dublin I didn't see them getting any worse they won their two league games last year before the championship and they just looked as far ahead as everyone, everyone as they had the previous five years Um so I'd probably just go with Tyrone, uh, the new management. I even was chatting to Niall Morgan, and he seemed to be you know, eager enough to, to get started with, with them. And I think Tyrone needed a change with, with Mickey Hare. I think he's done great stuff for Tyrone football, but again, maybe a bit like the Arsene Wenger thing with, with Arsenal, just hung on them three, four years too long, I, I, I think. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if it was a Kerry Tyrone final at Dublin. So kind of again, blooding the players, they'll be fine. There'll be no relegation or anything. They, they could easily get to a final. Um, from Roscommon, uh, is it? It's two teams that go down. I presume as as per usual. Yeah. 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 It's two teams. Yeah. Yes. So again, if if it was to come up with a game against Armagh or Monaghan to stay up, 
I give it every chance. Uh, as I said earlier, they they would not mind playing Roscommon to stay up in, to, to keep your Division 1 status either. So it'll be interesting to see. I'd imagine it'll be then three teams. Um, I don't know who the other team in that Roscommon's group will be. I'm, I'm just assuming. I, I love to dream of finishing in the top two, but I can't see us ahead of Galway, Dublin or Kerry. So... Maybe go, but then again, they have another point to prove. So there's a lot of uh, teams, I think, that have points to prove, um, players with points to prove. Um, so it will be interesting, but I will I will back us to stay up. Um, I think we will, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose like with Tyrone, when you were kind of going back to them there, like they're definitely, I, sp- I suppose they're a team on everyone's lips at the moment with the fact that obviously you've uh, Conor McKenna and Cottle McShane potentially in there, Lee Brennan coming back. I mean, would you even look at them, I suppose, as the closest team to beat the Dubs, do you reckon, in, uh, in, in 2021? I suppose we'll have to see how they go, because obviously a lot of people had Galway at one stage. They looked great in the league last year, and then obviously kind of fell off the, the moon a bit there towards the end. But what do you reckon yourself? I still think Kerry are probably closest. I think Kerry have the players on their day, and we saw that two years ago to, to, to push it up to Dublin. And Clifford's getting that... I know he's been phenomenal so far, but he's, you know, even just he's getting them a few years more experience, getting that bit older, Shawnee O'Shea as well. You know, they're still young lads, you know, they're still 21, you know, I mean, so young with what they've done already. Uh, so I probably still see Kerry. I mean, Mayo, it's hard to know Mayo. Um, they keep proving everyone wrong, but they still don't get over the line. Um, and it's a big change in the panel. I know a lot of the lads that retired weren't playing anyways, but even just not having them around, you know, them six or seven players, it will be a big change to, to Mayo, you know, Higgins, um, David Clark, Parsons, you know, they're big for the last 10 years, they've been Mayo football. So it's um be interesting to see with them, they're playing division two football. I'd imagine they'll come straight back up. They should do probably then Mead, Kildare, maybe off the top. Or if Cork as well, actually forgot about them. Um so probably them, them four teams would be up towards the top of division two. Um, I pro- yeah, Tyrone, you've done your goal as well. Um, again, they'll have a point to prove as well. I mean, the way they went lost that Ulster final to, to Cavan, Donny Gall seemed to have this just habit of when they get hyped up, they just can't get over that bit of the line, whether it be a super race knockout game or at that Ulster final, they just can't seem to get over the line. And they have great players as well. Um, but I think there is a gap to Dublin. I think, I think anyone who said there isn't it would be lying. Um, whether it be as big, I think it could be closed this year. I think it will be closed, but I can't see anyone beating them. Um, you know, what are they going for? Is it seven in a row now? I mean, seven, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous stuff. You, you just forget how many they've won. I mean, they could easily get to 10, easily, because Kilkenny's, Fenton's, all these players are going nowhere. Like, and, that, and that's the scary thing. And they keep adding some every single year it was Paddy Small and Buckler last year and even Robbie McDay the year before that who could be Merchant and Brian Howard like it's just they do it nearly quietly just put them two or three players in every single year and you just you look at the, the change in the team Connolly's and Brogan's and Paul Flynn's they're all gone and they're still dominating so yeah I'd probably say Dublin bit of a gap to Kerry and then I go I think at Tyrone I think I'll go Tyrone maybe just the best out of sort of the, the top two yeah I kind of stand by what you say as well I think Kerry probably are the most likely to beat Dublin I tipped them to beat Dublin last year and looking back I think 
you know, that took a lot out of me to predict Kerry to beat Dublin, but I just, I felt like they would, but looking at it, I just feel like they're not ready yet. I feel like at some point they probably will beat Dublin. They might, I actually reckon they'll beat Dublin in the league this, this year, but whether, yeah, but whether they do it in the championship, I, I don't know, like it seems it'll probably a little bit early for them just yet, especially on the, on the basis of, um, of how 2020 panned out. Would there be any other teams even kind of further down that you'd be looking at that could maybe cause a surprise? Like there's a few, obviously you've Cavan down there in Division 3, Tip down there as well, a few other teams that have come up from Division 4. Like would there be any teams you'd be looking at that could cause a shock or two? Uh, is this in terms of championship, is it? No, this is just in terms of the league, like in terms of any side that could potentially get promoted or, or even relegated, I suppose. And trying to think Division 2 I probably have to again Mayo and Cork or Mead um, obviously Tipperary and Cavanagh Division 3 which is kind of crazy when they won the they were in the All-Ireland semi-finals so it'll be interesting to see what happens with them and even Division 4 I um, kind of half Sligo I think Sligo will get promoted in Division 4 this year I think Tony McEntee is in the um, is in now and I, I think Sligo have to go with Division 4 um, mm. I mean they are they're not they're not a big big county but they're a proud footballing county you know down through the years you know they'd always punch above their way they'd all, you'd always have a tricky game against Sligo and that's gone away the last four or five years so I can see them definitely getting um, out with Division 4 and I think it'd be a big target for Sligo because the problem this year for the smaller counties again is there's, there's a no qualifier system it's a it's straight knockout. So if you get a bad draw in the provincials, like we saw with, with Westmeath getting Dublin, it all hinges on the league. You can't even get a proper run at it. Um, so for them, Division 3 and 4 teams, they'll be targeted. The league is their championship, and it's even more so this year with no qualifier system. So I probably I think Sly will get out of Division 4, Division 3. I'm trying to think of Todd Mayhead, uh, who's there, apart from Tipperary or Cavan. Um, I no, Limerick got... came up. If it, I think Limerick could stay up. I mean, they you, you the, they played Tipperary and they brought them to extra time. And that's by a point. You saw Tipperary mm. Ben Cork then. So uh, Limerick have done really well, you know. Um, and it'd be good to see them stay up in, in Division 3 because you need more teams, you know, tr- especially in the likes of Munster and Leinster to, to, to step up to the place and not take over from Kerry or Dublin, but just give them a bit more of a, a test. So it'd be good to see Limerick. And Wicklow got promoted as well. Um, from Division 4 and that was a bit of a, a good story so uh, I think Sligo would be a bit of a tip I think to get more from Division 4 whether I don't know what the odds are but I I bet on Sligo getting out of Division 4 as a sort of a one that's forgotten about Hmm. yeah I haven't seen the odds either but I'd imagine yeah Sligo should be there thereabouts I mean they're a team that I think has the quality there I think even last year at certain points they they looked nailed on for promotion at one point, but they just seemed to let themselves slip after the lockdown. I think after the lockdown, there was just a lot of problems there. COVID situation as well, I think must have affected them. Um, but yeah, it should be interesting how it pans out. And you probably look at Loud maybe as well as maybe one of the teams that could, um, yeah. With Mickey Hart. <laughs> yeah. That happened so long ago, I just completely forgot. Are they, they're Division 4 as well, are they? Division 4 as well, yeah. Yeah, so at least look, it's good publicity for Loud. So yeah. maybe allowed Sligo double the two the two new managers uh, coming in. I mean, you'd have to think Loud, and Loud should be capable of getting out of Division Four as well. You know, they're probably just borderline between both them, division, bottom half Division Three and top half Division Four. So 
Loud, loud should be capable, especially with Mickey Hart, and the good buzz around Loud. Um, and obviously Sam Mulroy was, I mean, he, he scored everything for them last year. I mean, I think mm. the championship game he got was one, the whole one seven. Um, so yeah, it'd be a bit of excitement for Loud actually as well. I mean, you forget about stories like that that the GA has been gone for so long. You know, I, I know it's only four months, but it feels like an eternity when you think <laughs> back before before Christmas it's been so long so yeah maybe I th- you'd have to think Louth we should be there or thereabouts as well and I go loud slide which get out of the vision mm. yeah I suppose that's the thing like it's been you know some teams have only played one game you know or two games in the past year or whatever like it's it's a little bit uh, frustrating I suppose in, in that kind of you know way because obviously it's very hard to call like when you don't really see the see the teams um, but yeah Dara I appreciate your time anyway and I appreciate you jumping on I'll link down um, the sideline view down below I'm sure you'll be doing um, a preview at some point yourself anyway for uh, for, for when the league and, and everything else comes along yeah yeah hopefully now um, get going again it's uh, between college work and everything to balance it but once the football comes back we'll, we'll get back um, on it and it's just good to talk about you know uh, GA again, you know, you, you, as I said there, you just forget about it. It just got part to, to the side. And, um, you know, when you look at bloody football over in England now with all this um, Super League rubbish, um, you know, it, it'd be just good to just get away from that sort of toxic side and uh, start talking about GA again. But uh, yeah, no bothers all there. Perfect. Yeah, no, I agree with you as well. I think um, I think it's all kind of falling apart to your sports, like we're with football and then you have celebrity boxing and everything and just you know all all the all it's all just money money making hopefully ga never gets to that but um but yeah no cheers there anyway for coming on i appreciate your time yeah no bother at all